baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. An amazing thing is happening on Twitter and most people don't even realize it. With the censorship largely gone and the FBI no longer able to flag and remove people who think wrong, think politically incorrectly. Things have changed at Twitter in a way that's having the profound effect I predicted. I predicted that if there was just one street corner in the world where the whole world could go for free speech, it'd be enough to change everything. And it is. While the National Republican Party and its leadership continues to notch loss after loss after loss, not because they actually lost, but because they wiggled out of fighting, our side is finding on Twitter we can win anyway, even without a peep from our leaders. Because on Twitter, the censorship our leaders have failed, and I put that in air quotes, failed to fight elsewhere, it's not there. Which allowed us to do something, quite frankly, insane last week. Something I haven't seen in a long time. In the Democrat-controlled state of Minnesota, where the normals, the half of America that's part of Team Sanity, shouldn't have had any sway. They were about to give pedophiles rights in a bill that was going to pass there. It already breezed out of committee because both chambers of the legislature are Democrat-controlled. The news of these pedophile rights hit Twitter. Minnesota, pedophile rights, rights for pedophiles, trended over and over and over. In the old days, and I've been on Twitter for a long time, it might have made trends, but it would have been quickly quashed if it ever got that far. It wasn't quashed. The Democrat Party and the transgender activists who sponsored the bill held on for a full three days, figuring they could write it out. After all, it was only on Twitter. But by then, such outrage had ensued, such widespread visibility. The Democrats were forced to walk it back in a blue state. Do you realize, can you even see what a victory this is? What raw power we have when we're allowed to simply have a fair fight, a fair debate? This is what the left fears, and it happened last week. As a result, untold thousands of children were likely spared abuse by pedophiles who then could not be discriminated against had the bill passed. And get this, adoptions of children, jobs at your local elementary school, children's hospital wing, we won. And then we did it again with Bud Light. See that Bud Light controversy? It's everywhere, isn't it? That didn't happen on purpose. The Bud Light controversy took off on Twitter because it wasn't censored, wasn't algorithmically quashed. It trends almost every day, some version of it, Dylan Mulvaney's name, Bud Light. And we're winning there, too, despite the Trump family and the RNC stepping in to try to defend Bud Light, because Bud Light at one point, I guess, donated to some Republican candidates. It's not helping. They're getting a beatdown. In fact, sales down now 26% 
year over year for the week. Staggering. What did it? Again, Twitter, where what the public cares about, is enraged about, wants to debate, is allowed to trend. It's an unbelievably powerful tool. It could change everything. And that's why right now we're on the razor's edge. I've told you it will take just one worldwide platform for us to begin notching wins. One place where the public can go to find both sides of the debate and they lose. The problem is our wannabe overlords know this too. And that's why we're walking on the razor's edge right now. A tilt toward total freedom and ability to win on any issue on one side just with the existence of Twitter, assuming Elon Musk keeps wanting to do this every week or will just plunge into absolute authoritarianism. Or on the other side, this tilt in the Western world toward an authoritarian-style government that we used to abhor just 25 years ago when it was in the USSR. Yet you're watching incredibly as an iron curtain descends upon Europe. Once the bastion of democracy of free speech. Incredibly, at the rate we're going, Russia will be a freer place in 10 years than most of the rest Western world. And the vast majority of people have no idea. Like, take this Irish law that's working its way through the parliament and is expected to pass. It bans hate speech, which is defined in the law as anything that offends members of protected classes. That's basically everybody but white males. But the true horror of it is that... It comes with prison sentences that bureaucrats decide what is hate speech after the fact and that one can face, get this, prison time for mere possession of hate speech material, even if you never disseminate it. Suppose I'm an Irish citizen and my cousin in America sends me a link to Matt Walsh's video, What's a Woman? Classic jailable material right there because gender choice is one of the offense categories. And suppose I wash it. I don't share it because I'm afraid I'll go to prison. In fact, I'm worried someone will discover it. Well, they do in Ireland. I could go to prison for having that link to Matt Walsh's video on my phone and for having watched it as my browsing history shows. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Elon Musk called it a massive attack on freedom of speech. And if it passes, it'll cancer, cancel Twitter there. It'll be impossible to have Twitter in Ireland. In fact, I'd be hard-pressed to say what would make Ireland any different from China at that point. But this is the direction the European Union is going. As we covered in last Thursday's Battleground podcast called Worldwide Censorship coming by August, soon the European will have the Digital Services Act implemented in August. I'm not going to go back into that again, but it'll give European censors the ability to have total and complete censorship and deletion and cancellation power over every single account, every post, every comment on social media, or it doesn't get to operate in Europe. Folks, the beating heart 
of free speech is Western culture in the Western world. And it is dying. And I bet most people, if you went to the grocery store and asked them, have no idea. They don't even know how bad it is here because the mainstream media all but blacked out the Twitter files. Which leads us to this week's horror story, The Blacklist. Our first. Let me string a couple stories together so you can see what I'm talking about. Recently, independent journalist Lee Feng interviewed the head of Ukrainian intelligence who bragged that he can get anybody he wants pulled off Facebook in the United States. He says, yeah, we asked the FBI for help shutting up anybody who criticizes the Ukraine war, the idea of uh, the U.S. spending money on the Ukraine war. Quote, and this is Ilya Vityuk, the head of the Department of Cyber Information Security. Quote, we asked FBI for support to help us with Meta, that's Facebook, to help us with the others, talking about the other social media and search engines. And sometimes we get good results with that, he said. We say, okay, this was the person who was probably Russian influenced. And they just take it off. But again, what would Russian influence look like? I mean, are we talking about Russian bots? No, no. We're talking about a list, a blacklist of people. After that interview ran with no opposition or objection of any kind from anyone in this country, Zelensky just came up with, I kid you not, the leader of Ukraine, his own blacklist. Then why not? He knows the FBI already censors for them. Any American with wrong think over the idea of, hey, let's not go to World War III. So Zelensky, I kid you not, just presented a list of politicians Ukraine says promote Russian propaganda due to criticism of the U.S. proxy war with Russia. On that list, and this is what this means, but he's asking for cancellation. On this list, Glenn Greenwald, Tucker Carlson, Tulsi Gabbard, Lula da Silva, Rand Paul, John Mearsheimer, and more. Glenn Greenwald, a Democrat, reacted in rage. Here's his tweet. The effing audacity of Zelensky constantly demanding more U.S. resources and weapons to the point our own stockpiles are depleted, Greenwald wrote, then issuing McCarthy blacklists, demanding American journalists and politicians and Lula of being Kremlin assets for opposing the U.S. role. Yup. But the thing is, Zelensky wouldn't do this again if he didn't know the FBI would wipe us out everywhere but the one place that we're making headway, Twitter. Where we're winning battles, we shouldn't be able to win. We're doing it without the help of Republican leadership. By the way, former New York Times reporter Semaphore Ben Smith, he now writes for Substack, published this piece asking, did Vladimir Zelensky get Tucker Carlson fired? Why does he think that? Well, he broke the news that Rupert Murdoch, Carlson's employer, and Vladimir Zelensky had a private conversation in March in which Zelensky expressed displeasure with Tucker Carlson's commentary regarding Ukraine war and his obstinate refusal to advocate for getting into World War III over, I don't even know what. When the left is asking if Zelensky got Carlson fired, alarm bells should be going off. Folks, whatever the case, again, we're on the razor's edge. This could end up working really well. All we need is Twitter, one big international free speech forum, and we will win because we're going to win every debate and we're going to have a way to communicate and everybody is going to go there to find out what's going on or 
we could tilt, as we already are at the federal level, into Irish-style authoritarianism, Chinese-style authoritarianism. The choice is ours, but we need to decide soon. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.